Let's do this then. The bottom line, Bob's on the sports. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> I can't do. I can't multitask. The bottom line, Bob's on the. Good Lord with this. I'm terrible. Try one more time. The bottom line, Bob's on Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash edge and get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. The world's greatest shorts are hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com backslash pool. That's birddogs pool. And now with that, let's go to the cleared for commercial use theme song. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, your host, the man in the box. Off to a choppy start, as always, here, because I am the one in the box. I never know what I'm doing. Uh, We do have some eyeballs coming in. Welcome to the YouTube show, the YouTube link. I'm really, really multitasking out there. Come on in. Come on in the comments. I'm doubling the... Studio. I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, it is Monday, June 12th. We're here. Uh, big game weekend. We coming back from, uh, it's been a while since the last show. Because it is live Mondays and Wednesdays here. The bottom line bombs at noon Pacific. Three Eastern, two Central. Hell, we'll even give a one o'clock mountain time zone shout out. Since there's a big game in Denver tonight. The big party in Denver tonight. In their corny ass mountain time zone that nobody cares about. We cared about them in the seventies, a mountain time zone, and then that was, uh, you know, that was about it. We'd put it on and say, you know, we're solid gold listings or love boat. You know, we'd say, yeah, it's seven mountain. Who cares about fucking mountain time zone? But, uh, um. All right, glad glad to have everyone in the comments, man. Say no, man. In the box, you sir. Say that's what I am. And then, uh, always fresh, never soggy cereal in the Discord. Thought the Saudis bought the show for a second because I was a little late. Yeah, I was a little late. So I'm in the man in the box, and uh, I'm all for the Saudis buying the man, uh, bottom line bombs. It is for sale. I'll get into that. Actually, I'll, I'll probably get more into that. Uh, Stuff with the live tour on Wednesday's show. That'll be my big U.S. Open preview, for which is here in Los Angeles, Los Angeles Country Club. Um, I don't want to waste all my golf material because they keep they just. I mean, I would love to do the whole show again on golf, but I got to uh, diversify because they keep making nine eleven comments about nine eleven. Talking about nine eleven is the PGA's nine eleven. They just can't help themselves be absolutely ridiculous, but we'll get into that. Um, the Canadian Open, that was fun. It was actually pretty exciting. I did not have Nick Taylor, who won on a fucking 70-foot eagle putt, and then it was even funny, and Adam Hadwin got crushed by security. That was a fun video clip. I wanted to get that video. I wanted to get all these. I, that was another thing why I'm a little late. I wanted to try to get these video clips up on the on, for you YouTubers. I have a couple coming up later. A couple maybe not. But it's, it's all you ones you've seen before. So Adam Hadwin, yeah. So Nick Taylor wins it on a seventy foot eagle putt. Place goes nuts. The only first Canadian to win a Canadian Open like in fifty years, whatever it is. So all the Canadians swarm him. This guy pops him, soaking with champagne. The security guard comes out of nowhere, it's a linebacker, and drills him. What do you what? What did you do? You, I mean, I, you need security. You don't want any crazy fans. But you really thought some guy. With champ, a heckler with champagne came out. He's got champagne. He's not a madman with champagne. Do you have champagne? You have something like that? You let him through. And today is the champagne bombs. Anyway, we'll get. Like I said, we'll save all that stuff for Wednesday. Um, congratulations to Nick Taylor. We went seven to zero our last show. If you're if you're tuning into the bombs, by the way. NBA. So stay tuned for. There's a reason why I need to get to these NBA and NHL bombs. One because it's probably the last of the last games of the year. Then, but anything to delay having to talk about baseball. So let's go Miami and Florida. Fucking extend this thing. Um, 
<laughs> but we went seven and zero with uh, the size and props. So we'll have more of those. Hopefully, we can keep some of that streak going. Uh, also, of course, we'll do a man in the box segment. Um, plenty of more man in the box segment I want to talk about. A lot of movies and security. Speaking of security, there's so much I needed to get into in the parties and movies. Um, speaking of security, taking out that, uh, taking out that scary Canadian golfer, Adam Hudman for having champagne. He was let out of frustration on Hudman. I bet that, yeah, I bet that bouncer or the security guard had, had <laughs> insane. It was right. Must've been a Fleetwood better fourth hole playoff. I can see that. And I'd have no problem with that. If he, if he said that, then fine. Justified. I've never seen that ever on a, a, a golf celebration where security is needed for that. That's so great. Meanwhile, the, the WNBA team, you got fucking YouTubers yelling at Brittany Griner. Hey, do you hate America? That's amazing footage. If you saw that story, this YouTube asshole. And then so yelling at Brittany Griner, pranking her videos, and then their sec- WNBA security not as tight as uh, <laughs> the PGA guys. PGA guys have X Division One linebackers taking out their own players. WNBA had fucking Ronnie the limo driver from Howard Stern show poking this guy who could who couldn't even bully a fucking guy in a bow tie doing conservative comedy on YouTube. WNBA needs help. And that's what they're, they're rallying. Like we need private planes. We need something. Like, I kind of agree with them. Like you can't have these WNBA players out in the wild like this. Cause everyone knows they only make like $40,000 and then you just yell at them. You can't have people that are famous and not rich. You can't have fame and no fortune. Cause then you can just scream at these people. So I'm all for just giving them money. Even if they're not earning it, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'm all for being able to hit back any of these YouTubers with their prank shit. That's what I love. But I'm doing a thing for YouTube. I do pranks. Great. My prank is beating the shit out of a YouTuber. Let me get my phone on. What Could Brittany Griner have done that? Just turn her phone on. Here's my prank. Here's my channel. Hey, subscribers. Here's me pummeling a guy in a bow tie who thinks he's funny by yelling about Vladimir Putin. First of all, I don't get the whole fucking... I mean, that's how it's just right versus left, the whole against Britney Griner thing. Oh, it was a fair trade for the merchant of debt. How are you on the side of fucking Russia? <laughs> like, how, I just don't understand. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have committed a crime. We broke a crime law in our country. It was weed. How are you for them putting someone in jail for like 20 years for weed? How are you for that? Whatever. Um, read some of these comments. And they do their job anyway. Anyway, so I'm all for the WNBA getting as much money in security and beat. Actually, I'm more for just pummeling trolls in YouTube comics. Not even comics, provocateur. I think that was his job title. <laughs> A provocateur. Jesus Christ. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Who's the other uh, YouTube prankster? Oh, there was that guy for that dolphin troll. That was a story. I'm, I'm, I'm spreading. I'm going all over. I'm not focusing here on my stories, obviously. But there was a guy who uh, used to troll Chris Sims. He was a Tua fan. Tua non. He was like QAnon, but Tua. Pretty funny. And he died in a horrible motorcycle accident or something or car wreck or something. Family, kids. And Chris Sims was like, yeah, fuck him, though. I don't feel bad. We shouldn't celebrate people who, who bring negativity. And even Mike Florio was like, Jesus Christ, dude. He just, he's got kids. He just died in a wreck. Yeah, that's what they deserve. It was trolls. Anyway. <laughs> that's a lot of that stuff. Um, right. There's a... There's a I I am for some kind of punish, and I do believe sometimes some troll all trolls should die in a wreck. But that's not the time to bring it up, Sims. Maybe 
right after while he's his body's still warm in the grave. Anyway, we got a great show today on the bottom line bombs. We will be talking. I will be breaking down the NBA game five party tonight and the NHL Stanley cup game five, which is tomorrow uh, or Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to it. I know if you're listening live on YouTube, which you should be like the boys, um, then it was, it's tomorrow. But if you're listening tomorrow, then it's tonight. Um, well, of course, do a man to box segment at the end. Like I said, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about and uh, other other things. But first, let me tell you about Edge Boost. This this episode in particular is supported by Edge Boost. It's the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Edge currently offers up to twenty five hundred dollars in betting, which can be extremely valuable tool. Imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. Edge Boost is not some sleazy loan shark. They charge zero interest. If you know of a way you can access more money to place on your favorite bets without paying any interest, no, you do not. So think of Edge Boost as a lone dolphin more, a friendlier, not a shark, you know. A dolphin with those little tricks with a beach ball, and a girl gets a little tattoo of it on its ankle. It's friendly. Until you cross it. Don't cross it. They communicate. They're creepy. Dolphins are creepy. Anyway. That's my comparison. Edge Boost can be a part of a responsible gambling plan. You can set up a limit across all your betting accounts in one place. So support SGPN and the Bottom Line Bombs. Grow your bankroll to, by growing to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use problem gambling. Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get a nice Kenny Rogers recorded set. Now let's get into the bombs. <laughs> Jesus, God, that's a long song. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Bobs. Oh, man. And everyone on YouTube, make sure you hit the like on that YouTube button. Don't just sit there looking at it. But I love you guys in the comments. Make sure you hit a like. Especially cereal with the will the dolphins get concussed and forget they gave us money. <laughs> that's a good, that's a, that's a well to a placed to a bit right there. I like that. We were just talking about Tua and Tua Non. R.I.P. to Tua Non. The internet troll. Um, that is that is odd. A lot of people like the Dolphins. Speaking of, before I get to this NBA game five Nuggets and Miami Heat, um, a lot of people like the Dolphins this year, and they might sign Dalvin Cook because that's where he wants to return home. I can't believe Tua is going to play again at all. I think he said he's learning jujitsu to stop him from from to fall better, to get hit better. Okay, all right, that sounds like that should work. <laughs> I want to learn the the beautiful art of Brazilian jiu-jitsu to, to soften my brain from getting slammed against the ground by 300 pounds. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get into it. Game five, because we have so much to talk about here with the game five, and I didn't even get into the so much stuff that I have to skip over. See, that's a problem. I, I doubt... I, I move around so much. I don't even get to the show what I want to talk to. So what's we got the line? So it's game five. So it's over. The series is over. Everyone says you got Denver minus nine or eight and a half. It's moved down to eight and a half. It's two oh nine and a half. The over, which it opened up at two nineteen game one. So it's come down ten points. That's a pretty big adjustment. We hope the Heat. We hope it's over. I mean, I hope Miami wins for the series to go on. This, this also, what I'm saying is what I hope, not what I'm betting. Um, what that's you. That the, the argument for wanting Miami to win is it'll extend basketball or anything non-baseball related. That's good for us. But the bad side is it'll keep us continue on having to watch the Miami Heat, and I'm I'm really done watching them. I'm, that's I'm. It's over with. Enough. I mean, good lord! And we got to hear about the heat culture. That's what that's what people are back in the heat. To, yeah, heat culture. When their backs against the wall. Have, have their backs not against the wall the last two games? Where was heat culture in Miami? 
When Jokic is on the bench and I got to watch these bums shoot fucking 30%. I'm just sick of the heat in our culture. Now Tyler Hero saying he wants to come back. Too late, Tyler. Where the hell were you game four? Three. I mean, you've been out for fucking two months now with this hand. I'm not saying you're not injured, but stop stop teasing like you're going to come back. You've been doing this since the Celtics series. He was cleared to play. Eh, maybe I'll come back. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll dress like... Uh... I was going to say new kids on the block, but not, that's not even, that's not what Van Gundy said, right? Who is the singer? What, who's the band of the singer that did uh, <laughs> fucking, was that one hit wonder? They're like, Marilyn Manson won't kick your head in. Don't look back. You only give what you give. That awful song. Anyway, he's dressed like that guy. It was like a video on a mall or something. Anyway, I'm sick of Tyler Hero. And now he's like, man, maybe I'll come back in tonight. And now that we're in Denver for game five, just for the end, just to see what it's like. Dip my toe in the pool. Get the fuck out of here, Tyler Hero. We don't even want to see you. Too late. Cereal's got a Denver win, and a Murray gets 10 plus assists. The cash is uh, 19, 500, $1,900. I like that. Listen, Jamal Murray. Oh, is it his eight and, eight and a half assists is his prop tonight, which has obviously gone up since the beginning of the series. It was five and a half, then six and a half juice. Now eight and a half is pretty, pretty premium price to pay for that. But you, listen, he's been doing it every game, every single game. He dominates the ball, and he has you know, and he's he's giving out dimes. That's the way it's been. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't go against it. I like your bet there. I'm not going to take over eight and a half assists just because it's a little too high juice. But I'll root for you there, Serial. Pull it in. I think he got it. I think he got a good, good, really good chance of that. Uh, we're going to go with the over 209 and a half. 208 and a half. What is it at now? Oh, it's at 209 and a half? I'll give it up 209 and a half. I think it still goes over. Now, these games have been going way under, and that's because Miami um, is shooting like Miami. New Radicals. Thank you, Insano. Get what you give. The New Radicals. That's exactly what Tyler Hero looks like, the lead singer of the New Radicals. Um, I need commenters to follow me around in life when I just can't think of something. Guys, what am I thinking of? Usually that's your phone. You just go to my phone. What am I thinking of? Do I like this? I don't know anything anymore. Have I? The phone tells you what restaurant you've been to. You ever go to walk into a restaurant? You were here three years ago. I was. Did I like it? No. All right. Thank you, phone. Thank you, guys. New Radicals. That's Tyler fucking hero. Get him out of here. Um... So yeah. Anyway, so I think so. My, so it's been way low. Denver's been hitting their team total over, no problem, a little problem, but they still been hitting them. Miami's just been shooting the way Miami shoots. All playoffs they've been on fire, and then all season they were not. They shot worse. They had the worst offense than the Spurs during the regular season. So now whatever they're coming back, and uh, so I do think though. Miami's been trying to slow the pace, and they have had the pace. They've slowed the pace down. That's why it's been going way under as well. Uh, but it's still not working. So I think I think they might try to run tonight just because why not? Who the hell cares? It's over with. And they ha- that's like the one thing they haven't tried. So I like Denver. I mean, I like the over 209 and a half, 208 and a half, whatever you can get. Pick out your best number you can get there. Um I mean, if I had to play a side, I would play Denver just to finish it off, but I don't like it because Miami will fight. They're going to fight. As much as we hate hate to watch how unskilled they are, they're going to fight. Jimmy Butler's going to fight. You know, we all know Jimmy Butler's going to fight. So I can also see them backdooring it. I can see Denver celebrating for the last three minutes and Miami's doing uncontested laps. With that being said, let me give out some bombs before we get into the real story of this series. So we got the over 209. Bomb. So with that over, there's a couple values, I think, with the props. One, we're going with Kyle Lowry. Speaking of uh, speaking of guys you want to get rid of, Kyle Lowry is sometimes, because when he misses, it's ugly. But his point total being at eight and a half is kind of low for what he is. Because he play, he doesn't start, but he plays a lot. A little too much to watch, but he gets out there like 30, 35 minutes. Not that long, but 30 minutes at least over that. 
And for and they they like his veteran leadership. They're gonna need him for this game because you know it's a, it's a closeout game. So Kyle Lowry eight and a half points. We're gonna hit that. And Gabe Vincent has been a disaster. As soon as I gave, I mean I liked Gabe Vincent early on. Then he had bad fouls in game three. Then he was bad. Now his numbers dipped down to nine and a half. He was at he was at thirteen and a half, fourteen and a half a couple games ago. Is he hurt? Who knows? But I think Miami lets it all out tonight. I think they're gonna un, they're just gonna run and shoot and not stop. So we're gonna take Gabe Vincent over nine and a half as well. So those are two good values on the Heat. Lowry and Vincent. And the over. One more over. We're gonna take Denver's uh Porter. What's his total at? He's at eleven and a half even, ten and a half, minus one fifty. Um Porter's been brutal. Hilariously brutal, but last game he's got he he's got like these layups in like he averaged seventeen a game during the season, and now his totals like a ten and a half because he's been that bad. But he did score last game, so I think at home they'll let him. They, 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 this is like everyone who hasn't played yet. Put your sisters, you know, whatever. Everyone get out there. Let's get some points. So we're gonna go Porter over ten and a half. So those are four bombs. Like I said, three, three props and the over. I don't really like a side. Um, serious bets. So the games in Miami were disappointing. A little bit. The Miami celebrities were out. Then you had the video. And then we had the story of the mascot. Conor McGregor punching out a mascot. This is one. I wanted to get this video playing. Damn it. Can't I can't find it. Um this uh, if you've seen the video, Conor McGregor, UFC fighter, and we'll play that UFC music. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play I'm gonna I'm gonna play the audio of it at least. Because there's been a long tradition. I don't know what it is with mascots. And it's just TV producers, and they think this is funny and promotional guys. They don't think actual human beings are inside these mas- these costumes. They're styrofoam costumes. And they're like, oh, you know what be funny? If an ultimate fighter knocked the shit out of you. What? It's a fucking, like, 20-year-old kid in there. Or a guy. A guy fucking family. Yeah, you know, he'll, he he wants to promote his new spray for pain relief. No one's going to be able to hear it. It's going to be great. Hold on. So, apparently he wants to... Oh! oh! <laughs> Bernie! Bernie. Bernie is the name of the mascot of the Miami Heat. He's just, you know, he's you see him, he's this uh let's see what he's dressed as. He's He's dressed as like a white flannel. I don't know what he looks like. He looks like, looks like Q-Bird almost with the red hair. Bernie B-U-R-N, because it's Miami Heat. And he got Conor McGregor out there, and he just knocks his head off. And he goes, Oh, there's an MC out there, like an N1 MC. He's like, Oh, Bernie! <laughs> he's gonna be all right, guys. He says that to a crowd. Of 20,000 people who know he's not going to be all right. But he's just trying to manifest that into the world. Let me, let me play this audio. So, apparently he wants to. Oh! <laughs> Mercy! And McGregor also hits him when he's down. Why not? Throw another punch in there. Bernie! You're going to need some time on yourself, baby. You're going to need some time on yourself, baby. He's trying to keep it fun. No, this ain't fun. This guy went to the hospital. He went to the emergency room. What happened? Oh, I was dressed. I was dressed in a styrofoam fucking costume in this psychotic MMA Irish fucking mixed martial artist fighter who's been in jail. He's thrown chairs at a bus with actual fighters in there. Tried to kill me. Why? Because my boss made me do it. What? These bosses. 
And I asked Dan, Dana White, and he was like, yeah, did you see that? He goes, yeah, I saw that. Tell you what, it's not a good idea. And he's right. It's not a good idea to have mascots getting hit by a fucking fire. Like, I don't know why these mascots want to do it. D- they don't, Dana. <laughs> mascots don't want to do this. But, hey, if you want this sweet job, I blame the San Diego chicken for all this shit. <laughs> Put that title on. That's that dumb fucking spray that McGregor's trying to push. <laughs> it, it's so weird when they do live advertisement things for this, like at, at events like this. Like no one, no one hears or knows what's going on. What is this? Why did Conor McGregor just kill that guy? Oh, for a spray. It's a... He'll be okay. There goes Bernie. There goes Bernie. He'll be all right. Will he? Why, why do you think he'll be all right? Do you have any idea? No. But I'm just hoping so we don't get sued. It's amazing. There's that famous footage. This footage I have. I want to show for you, YouTubers, of Deontay Wilder. You ever seen one Deontay Wilder? Not, Deontay Wilder. He was on some uh, Mexican ESPN show. They had some random mascot. Like, yeah, it'd be fun if he just punched him. And this, he almost killed this guy. Let me show this one. Puedes pegar aquí la pancita, aquí la pancita, o aquí arriba. Uno. Muy bien. Vamos a la pausa después de ver este gran golpe. Cinco. Oh, he's got the Mexican mustache. I mean, it's it's amazing. <laughs> I can watch that all day. I mean, it is, it's funny to watch, but these are fucking people in there. And then everyone laughs. Like, hey, hey, you okay? No, I'm not okay. You know how hard Deontay Wilder punches? What, what do you think I'm wearing? You can get this at, you can get this at goddamn Party World. This costume It's a fucking Halloween costume. I can barely breathe in here, and I certainly can't see. And these mascots and their slate and the companies that own these mascots and these teams, they make, you know, they rotate the people in there and they don't pay them anything. Some get paid some. Like the Denver one, because he does like tricks and shit. I just read a thing on a San Diego chicken. The San Diego chicken's 50 years old. That was the same guy every year because he bought, he bought the rights to like the chicken. I think that was his deal. He wasn't. He wasn't for a team. He wasn't like for the Padres or the Chargers. He was. Just, he was just for the town of San Diego. He just showed up to all the games. I guess he was like a, like a radio, like mascot to help. For, and then he's like, "Oh, let's go to the games." And they loved him. He's a chicken. He'd do bits with the beak and shit. You know. So we love watching mascots get because people, kids in particular, is pummel mascots. And I get it, they're kids. But we but adults say it's fine. That's the problem. Adults are like, ah, go ahead, tug his tail. Rip on his fucking feathers out. It doesn't matter. That's why there's all these viral footage. Let me see. Let me watch Wilder one more time. Knock this fucker. It's just everyone It's the most humiliating thing in the world, let alone physically painful. Um, so that's why you see all these viral videos. You ever see viral videos of like the, you know, the games at halftime and they'll show, uh, Kids playing football, little peewees, and there'll be a mascot out there. The mascot will start like trucking these kids because they're they're paid, they're doing payback. Like that security guard for the Canadian Open. They're doing payback for all what these kids do to them. These kids torture them. So like, fuck these kids. They got football pads on. I want to bury them dressed as a uh, little burger. <laughs> Robin Lopez hates mascots, says um. Never saw it. I know. Well, that's the thing. They do tricks with them to get in there. I guess if you have a fear of them, I mean, they're four kids. We just got to stop. Then, then they get crazy with the gymnastics. It was one of the best. All right. I'll tell a quick mascot story. I was at a preseason football game for the, uh, 
Freddie Eagles way back, way back, back in the vet. So it was hot. It was it August? I like preseason football because there's, you know, the, the stadium's half full. You can fucking, you can move around. You can, you know, it's laid back. It's not cold and intense and you can't see anything. But this was a hot August day at the vet in Philly. And then at halftime, they had a mascot game between the kids and the mascots. They weren't, at, I don't even know if the kids were in full pads like they are now, but their kids were running around. And they had mascots out there. You had a fanatic out there, you know, and you had uh, hoops out there for the Sixers and some eagle out there. The problem is they did like a full game, like 11 on 11. So they ran out of mascots. He had like a cell phone out there. Like, hey, I'm the next, I'm the T-Mobile phone, you know, a cheeseburger from some local place. Cheese steak from Tony Luke's, you know, like this. They just had any costumes you could think about there, and kids running around playing football. And it's hard to move around, obviously, in those mascot costumes, let alone it being hot in there. It's so hot, you can't even breathe. And no one could really move. So the kids were doing pretty well, except for there was this one mascot, the Philadelphia Phantoms, who was the minor league team for the Flyers. Their mascot was just a phantom. It was just a guy in spandex. I don't even think he had a cape. He just had the full-on thing, you know, the the, <laughs> the phantom, like like in the comic book, full-on spandex. And he was an excellent. He, I mean, he was an ex D back or something, Division One. He was flying around the field with no restraint. Just a man. He was just a man running around and he had cleats on. He's making cuts and he is lighting up all of the mascots. Just fucking drilling them. The mascots were terrified of this guy. Pushing some kids, sure, but he was just hitting anything he wanted to. And finally, there was this one little kid who couldn't, who didn't score, and they wanted him to score because he was up there. He was, he was tiny. He was, I mean, tinier than everyone else, little Timmy, whatever. So they get ball to Timmy, and the Fanatic clears a path for him to score. He's at the 10-yard line. Let's go! You know, and the fanatics like blocking, and little Timmy's barely, you know, shuffling around, kind of like when they, you know, there's kids when they make a wish, kids, you know, when they're on the, when they're doing those things, sports center things for them. When everyone's like, everyone's clearing a pass so he can score. That this, the, the, you know, the <laughs> the sea is parting, like Moses is parting, but it's the fanatic is Moses, and he's parting the sea, and little Timmy's about to score, and right between him and the goal line is the cheeseburger. And his cheeseburger is this big round burger. His two hands sticking out like hamburger helper almost, you know. But this is a burger. He's got the big eyes. And he's standing between him and Timmy. And Timmy's like, ah! Timmy, like, stopped frozen his tracks. He was a little scared. I didn't know what to do because he thought the, you know, the burger's pretty big. Although he can't move. Next thing you know, this phantom, this son of a bitch phantom, comes flying out of nowhere, like from the 30-yard line, full sprint at the burger. And he just destroys him. Put goes right into his midsection, you know, fucking shoulder roll, boom, phantom, 4-3-40, right at it. And the burger, who was standing just standing straight out and face on, just flipped over. <laughs> like in half. Like his feet, his feet remained planted. But because, you know, because he was, he was locked in there and the burger just flipped over so the eyes touched his toes and you could hear it. You could hear the noise because it's halftime at a preseason football game at the vet where there's barely anybody there. And you heard, oh, you heard the noise. Let me see if I can get a good, <laughs> I can't even think of a, um, you heard a, uh, I'm trying to think of it. You heard the noise. Why can I, I should have this in already. And, uh, <laughs> dog, dog, um, smash. <laughs> that's what happened. He smashed him. And then, uh, he bent over and you hurt you. It was so hot in there. You could tell he threw up. It was coming out of the eyeballs. He threw it. He like, oh! and he just rolled around in pain and Timmy scored. Then the fan, I'm like, Grabbed Timmy's hand and got him in the end zone. And we kind of cheered for that, for Timmy's score. We were happy for that. But uh, the burger, on the other hand, <laughs> he got he got flipped over, if you will. He was well done all over. So what we're trying to say is these mascots are human beings. Stop acting like it's okay 
to assault them and what, with professionals. Let me watch this. Deontay Wilder. Puedes pegar aquí la pancita. Aquí la pancita. O aquí arriba. Uno. Muy bien. Uno. Vamos a la pausa después de ver ese gran golpe. Cuatro. Estás bien, taquero. Cinco. Deontay Wilder en la cara. Se acabó. God, I can't. I can't anymore. Anyway. All right. Let me tell you about bird dogs. First, bird dogs is... It makes you look good. What are they? They're shorts. They're stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and let, giving you a truly sculptured look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. You know what I mean? Oh, hold on. I, I should have read this thing for, uh, beforehand. I've, I've, I'm giving options of what to riff on. Go to birddogs.com backslash pool and a promo code pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. The birddogs.com backslash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Um, that's a good time for the summer. It is summer here. It's June, obviously. Bird dog shorts. You can make it a great summer. Impacted by chafing. That's the thing with bird with uh, shorts, and this is why I'm, oh, I'm gonna get a pair of bird dog shorts for sure. You could use those free range in for uh, in your mascot costumes. That's for sure. Anti chafing. The male Lululemons. I like that. I always thought Lululemon was um, based off the th Tina Fey Thirty Rock character. Wasn't her character named that or something like that? I thought I thought it was like a like merch. Like I thought it was Tina. I thought it was Tina Fey merch. That's how dumb I am. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. Um, these are things to riff on. What activity are you planning on doing in your bird dogs this summer? People, see, that's the thing. You don't want to know what I'm planning to do in my mesh shorts. <laughs> are they mesh or khaki shorts? They're nice shorts. I don't want to ruin bird dogs. You want you ruin your basketball shorts. That's what you do. You're growing up. Summer activities. Jesus Christ. Not to get fast times of Ridgemont High here, but. <laughs> or filthy. But anyway, let's get out of that. Anyway, that was the NBA theme song. And now we're back to. <laughs> Hockey. <laughs> so that will be a party in Denver. Denver can finally finish it off. And we don't have to hear from them again either. How we don't talk about them. You can have your dumb Denver party. Get high. That's the thing with Denver. Now that every weed's legal everywhere, pretty much, we don't really have much use for you. That used to be your thing, Denver. But if we come over and bring some weed, yeah, we're, we're cool, Denver. We got it. Now we have kind of our own dispensary now. So, yeah, you and Jokic can have your fucking Serbian birthday party celebration, whatever. They'll have a good time. But it'll be kind of lame. Now, Vegas, on the other hand, that's Tuesday night, Stanley Cup, game five. This thing looks like it's about to be wrapped up as well, which is a shame. One, I have a, uh, <clears throat> I have a bet for over five and a half games for the series. I can't believe that's not going to hit. I thought this game was going to, I thought the series was going to go six or seven for sure. And it still can. Florida has a chance of winning. I don't give them a lot, but. The line is what is it? it's a pretty big line. It's the biggest line of the series, as well as it should be. Minus 165 for Vegas, plus 140 for Florida. Five and a half, six is totals, depending on what you look at. You could do Vegas 110 regulation, 330 to go OT. See, now here's the thing. Oh, I can I gotta switch the banners. Hold on. I'm so bad with the uh there we go. Florida, Las Vegas. Look at these banners I made. All right. Um, so my series, the one series bomb we are going to hopefully hit, I don't want to jinx it, is uh, March yourself to win Con Smythe, which is, MV, which is Canadian talk for MVP, Con Smythe. Like I said, all their awards are named after old prime ministers and viceroys and shit. 
So we have uh, March Assault to win the Con Smythe. We gave him out at 9-1 to one before the series started. He is now minus 500. So that's good closing line value, as the kids say. The degenerate kids say. Um, so I like that. Obviously, we're going to hit that. Hopefully. I don't want to jinx it. The only way that can miss, I think, is if Florida comes back and wins the series. And if that's the case, it's going to be probably Kachuk that wins it. Or Bobrovsky, I guess. He could go nuts. That's probably their best way of winning is Bobrovsky. But Kachuk, Kachuk, man, he really came. But Kachuk's hurt. So that, that's why this series is going to end. This series is going to end in Vegas tomorrow night. And it's going to be a Vegas party. Kachuk's hurt. Although they'll never tell you what kind of hockey never tells you what kind of injuries it is. It's always like lower body, right body, upper body. What are you designing a player in like a Nintendo game or something? Lower body. Well, what specific? Don't you worry about it. <laughs> That's great. So he'll play. He almost fucking tied that game up. He almost tied game four up again at the last second. He had the puck on his stick with a one and a half seconds ago and he couldn't get it up off the pad. Amazing. He really is amazing. But we're going to lose the over five and a half if, Florida, if Vegas wins, which they might. One more chance to get a game in double overtime. Seven to one. We gave that bomb out. That closed off at three and a half to one. So we're going to root for that. Um, so here's the deal. We've predicted the series pretty much, although I thought Florida was going to tie it up. Florida went to Vegas. They came out having fun that Saturday night. But didn't have a winning night, but it started out good. They felt good about themselves. Then game two happens. That's Monday. That's when it's time to get out of there. That's when you hate Vegas. That's when you're leaving Vegas. Like we said, that flight home from Vegas after Vegas is the worst. Flight to Vegas, great. Flight back from Vegas, the worst. That's when you're like, oh, God, just turn this plane into the New York, New York casino, huh? Let's relive 9-11. I know the PGA will like it. Then you come home and you're on guard. We, we hit that, we hit that game. We hit Florida game three and the under and both unders because you're on guard. When you get back from Vegas, you think every woman's a prostitute. You think every friend, everyone's trying to steal from you, you know, cause you're just in the most criminal city in the world. And that's exactly what happened. Both unders, although Vegas won game five. Now we're going to game five. This is when you return to Vegas for one night. This is what Florida's doing. This is where Florida thinks they have a game plan. So you know you go to Vegas the first time and you get soaked. It fucking if you don't have experience, you don't know how to travel to Vegas. Vegas will get you. And it does. It gets you, it can get you every time. But now you think you have experience and you really don't. So Florida's going there, like, okay, we're gonna hit the tables, we're, we're gonna hit and run, you know? We're going to smash and grab. We're going to go there. We're going to go there with a fucking, you know, and a purpose to get in, get out. We're not going to fall for any of the traps. Next thing you know, you fall for the traps. But that being said, so we're not going to take Florida to win the game. Although they're going to, I mean, it's an elimination game. We are going to take the under. We're going to give, take the under six Florida Vegas. Even though the games in Vegas have gone over way over. I just think elimination game, but Rossi's got his uh, rhythm back. I think I think it's going to be tight. But the first period, Florida's going to come out hot. Florida's the guy going to Vegas for the second time, thinking they got a game plan. They're going to hit blackjack, and as soon as they're up, they don't even care if the shoe's empty. They're taking off. They're hitting on another table. So with that being said, Florida to score in the first ten minutes plus one eighty. We're giving that. Also over half a goal in the first period, minus 150 Florida, just in general. So it's two bombs, same, same exact play, basically, but once early. We also do goal in the first four minutes. First ten, 10 minutes, I mean, minus 140 for either team. Vegas usually comes out on fire because of that laser light show and all that. But that's a little too much. Just, we're going to stick with Florida. That's the theme, the Florida guy visiting. So over and a half. With well, that being said, we're also going to give a couple Florida props of shooting props because they're going to let it all out. It's their last game. It's their last game of the year. This is what's going to happen. They're going to come out in the first period. They're going to be ready. They're going to have their game plan. But then Vegas is going to be Vegas. Next thing you know, you're playing roulette. 
You don't know what's going on, Roulette. But you're just trying to get your money back. I can just do red, black. There's four reds in a row. A black's got to tear it up. That's the system. That's not a system. That's coin flipping. We all know that. Just because it went five red in a row doesn't mean it has to go five black in a row. That's not how things work. So then, fuck it. Hit the ATM. Tomorrow doesn't exist. Let's get, let's get a front. Let's get a crank cart and size a front. And then we're going to unload. So we're going to go... Um, with that being said, we're gonna. I got two Panthers over sh- shot props. We're gonna give. We're not gonna do goals because, but we do think they're gonna unload shots. Uh, Barkov two and a half shots is minus one thirty five. We're gonna bomb that. He had seven shots last game. Now he granted his shots at home are way better than it is on the road. But like I said, elimination game run unloaded. He he still does fine on the road. He still had like three shots apiece the first couple games. It's just not as Prolific as he is at home. So two and a half, pay a little juice for that. That's all right. Sam Bennett, he's been averaging over five shots a game. Last game, he only had one. So now you can still, now it's back to three and a half over plus 115 for Sam Bennett. Um, We're going to go back to him because he's been doing everything but scoring this series. And he had a bad game last game. So I think he's going to bounce back. I think you got to go a little bit by low here a little bit. At the plus money, because before this was negative money. So now we're going to plus 115, Sam Bennett over three and a half shots. Bomb it. So that's two props, two Panther props, two player, four player props, two Florida Panther props. And we're going to sprinkle someone overtime, plus 330. Good. I think this game's going OT, baby! And I say that only because I hope it is. I hope it goes overtime. I hope this can go to double overtime to get that 7-1 to prop. I think it's going to be a tight game. Because you think you're going to do it, and I think Vegas does pull it out eventually. But at minus 170, 65, I have no interest in playing Vegas on the money line. You can do them in regulation minus 110 if you fear them frisky. I don't know. I think it's going to be a tight game. Vegas is focused. They're going to win. Even if they don't win this game, if Florida does fight back, which they can, Vegas will finish them off. They'll even finish them off in game six. I can, But like I said, I'd be surprised if it happens. I'm rooting for it, though. Let's keep it up. Yeah, me and you both, Serial. You had a parlay the other night. Florida first goal and score in the first period. It hit. I had it with the over. Should have been a lot. Um, all right. So, with that being said, those are, those are, uh, should I do the recap? See, I do the recap just so if I if they happen to go undefeated like they did last show. When they went seven and zero, I can make a video real quick when it's all it's all in the same place. I don't have to go editing through it. It's not even for the listeners. It's for me, really. <coughs> Pardon me as I cough, as I show you secrets behind the. Uh, but let's go into the box instead. Let's let's get into the box. The recap is we're going over NBA, under NHL, and all the props. You got it. You got the pro. Well, let's do it real quick. Over two and a half or two and nine and a half. Whatever you get for Denver. Bomb it. Vincent over nine and a half. Lowry over eight and a half. And what was the other one? Porter over ten and a half. Three bombs. Three heat bombs. My theme here, obviously, is I like Denver and Vegas to win. But my theme is here is the losing team just laying it all out and fucking throwing it out there. Because then I do Florida. I like the under. Six. Bomb that. Sprinkle some overtime. 330. Plus 330. And uh, Florida score first 10 minutes. Plus 180. And score one goal in the first period. Minus 150. Bomb it. And Barkov and Sam. Barkov over two and a half shots. All right. Now we're into the box. Let me play that again. So much to talk about. And well, and thank you for everyone who did join us in here for the uh, for the YouTube. Like I said, make sure you hit the, the, the like and subscribe to both. I got my uncle Kevin. Send him a link. Shout out to Uncle Kevin, the Hartford bookie. Uh, I have no idea if he hit subscribe. I sent him a YouTube link. I don't even know he knows what to deal with it. But that's what he does. He watches Fox News and YouTube. He'll watch uh, live footage of the Venice Boardwalk. And look at all the filth 
and homeless crime going on and like, he, I can't believe you live there. I mean, I don't live there. I might live adjacent or live around. I live in Los Angeles, but not that it's better where I live. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so much to talk about. Last, last week or two weeks ago, I called out Boston Capper for his tweet jinxing my 101 to McCarthy golf bet. And I hate those people that say, well, congratulations, you won. But he was being sarcastic for himself. I have another one I have to call out, and that is uh, our own Colby D, Picks Dundee. My man, the guy who did the XFL show with him. He does the college experience. You should subscribe to all his shows. Picks Dundee. The college experience, everything. USFL, everything he does. He does a, he does a tumble show for this network. But... I have a bone to pick with him because I that night I had uh, I had Oral Roberts baseball. They lost. They they won the series. They're going to the finals. Good. I like Oral Roberts, but I had them versus Oregon where they lost. They were up eight nothing, and then they lost nine eight. I guess it was it was happening. I was watching some of it. And I was watching the comeback, and that's some of the worst shit when you're watching a comeback and you just feel like oh we're they're gonna blow this. This is I I had to turn it off because I'm like I might I can't even watch this. They're going to lose. It's guaranteed they lose. Everyone loves Oral. That is the saying. <laughs> and so I turned it off, and I didn't even think twice about it. I'm like, oh, they lost. They're going to lose. And then I see a tweet later on by Pix Dundee that says, Oral Roberts, exclamation point. You know, Twitter, like the, the way they come in your timeline now, it's not all like, oh, this is happening right now. You'll see a tweet like from 12 hours ago. So I'm like, oh, he must have tweeted this before the game started or during the middle of the game, whatever. Then I checked. I'm like, no, this is after the game. Because I this was the next day I looked at it. I did the time crunch. I'm like, oh, this is the next game. This is after the game. Or he must have been watching or something. Or he did it sarcastically. Either way, it slow rolled me into thinking, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe did, did Oral Roberts come back and win in extra innings or something? No, they lost. This motherfucker slow rolled me again. You can't tweet shit out like that before it's over. You can't tweet before it's over. That's Rule number one, you can't, even if it's ironic, you can't fucking double jinx it, reverse jinx it, ironic jinx it, congratulate it, whatever. Wait till the results are in. As I say that, congratulations, Denver Nuggets in Las Vegas. Golden Knights for winning a championship that you have to win. It is rule number one for being a mush. You just can't do it. So I lost twice in that game. One, watching it, turning it off before it finished because I'm like, I'm like, they're going to lose. And then Dundee fucking got me. I was upset. Anyway, <laughs> what else did I want to talk about? There was the, uh, mentioned a party, the difference between the parties in Vegas and Denver, by the way. I was supposed to be angry. I am angry in the box. Um, the troll thing I was going to talk about, the Earl Roberts, the tennis. Did you see the tennis? Speaking of contact, French Open, Jokovic wins the tennis, the French Open. Did you see that? The the, the doubles couple? Couple. <laughs> the women the women doubles got kicked out of the game because they she hit a ball out of anger. It wasn't even nice. She tapped it. And it hit a ball girl and she started crying. So they kicked the fuck. They disqualified them. The girl was like 12. She was just crying because everyone's looking at her. And the other team, the other teams, our opponents are like, did you see this? Or like pointing out, kick them out. And it worked. What a fucking sport that is. Bunch of Karens out there. Karen Capriotti's out there playing ladies tennis. <laughs> anyway, uh, what did I want to talk? I wanted to get into something. I talk, I saw uh, last night. I watched. No, it was weird last night on Sunday because there was no um, no games last night. That's why it was. It was a scary. It becomes a scary world when you realize basketball and hockey's winding down, and we're going to have this two months of baseball before football starts. You're like, ooh, this is these are tough times. This is talk to your family times. You know, no one wants that. Or you got to watch shows, and the shows are over. No, of course you wouldn't see that in the men's world. Although in the men's world, it's barely any different, Serial Bowl, with the French, with that tennis. I mean, you're a fucking ball girl. 
You're a ball boy. That, that Getting hit by a ball is part of it, I would think. You shake it off. Meanwhile, if you put a, if you put a stupid uh, chicken costume on her, it'd been fine. You could have let, let Ronda Rousey kick her in the fucking head. They wouldn't have, they would have kept the tennis match going. But if, but if she doesn't have a costume on, she gets hit by a tennis ball. That's it. Everyone's disqualified. That's abuse. Put a mascot on her then. Put the, all the ball boys and ball girls should have mascots on them. That way you can just pummel them with 150 mile an hour serves. According to their logic. <laughs> anyway, but the part scary. So I, I I did catch a thing on HBO about uh, Craig Carton and Boomer Esiason. Um, it's fine. Whatever. I don't want to complain about it. Craig Carton and Boomer Sison a radio show on WFAN in New York. They were number one for a while. And Craig Carton went to jail, federal offense for uh, stealing money to gamble with it. So I was, I like the d- degenerate side. It was an interesting story. You know, he's uh he's a, he's a sicko gambler. Aren't we all though? Um, Boomer Sison always, was always a stiff to me. Always a stiff. So that was kind of a funny that, – that, that was the one funny segment of the show, I thought, what, what I find funny, at least. Uh, so Craig Carton, he's now the redemption part. He's, like, going to therapy. He's trying to figure out why he was, like – you know, why he's chasing his dream, blah, blah, blah. Of, I mean, chasing the sickness of being a sick gambler and successful, all the stuff, you know. And he breaks it down to, I guess, he was molested as a kid at some summer camp thing. He tells a story, and, you know, it's, he's opening up about this thing. Uh, that's not the funny part, <laughs> but, but the funny part related to it is Boomer, his Boomer Sison's notes about it, who does the radio show with Boomer Sison goes, yeah, you know what? When I, when I look back after hearing that during the Sandusky story, uh, he was really upset about it. You know, Craig Carton would go to Matt every day and he was against the Jerry Sandusky. And now that I look back, I'm like, huh. Now it makes sense. He was also molested as a child. So it, I, I guess it really hit home. How about, uh, yeah, okay, Boomer. How about, or, or that's just a normal reaction to the Sandusky story, how everyone should have. You don't have to be molested in order to empathize with a molestee. Is that a t-shirt? Should I get that, mer- should I get that printed up on a t- at the merch store? You don't have to be molested to be empathized with the molestee. Uh, <laughs> the molestee in the box. I'm the box. Man, this show is really getting off the rails now. What am I talking about? <laughs> that was a part that made me. It was a part that made me laugh, and now I can't stop saying uh, the M word. For God's sakes! Yeah, let's get those in the new. Sh- that'd be actually. You know what? I'm sure that's a good point in saying now. The new shorts, molester in the shorts, but I'm sure uh, <laughs> bird dog, listen, bird dog, the new sponsor, bird dog shorts. I'm sure this probably would not be company approved, but that's a partnership you can get involved in. You know, a lot of, uh, <laughs> I don't know if they want it. It's an untapped market, the molester market with shorts. So I don't know. I'll throw I'll throw it by the higher ups and see what they want to uh, see if they want to talk about it. But Boomer, oh man, now it makes sense. It makes sense that he was against that. Yeah, it sure does. Um, so anyway, so Monday, uh, Wednesday will be the U.S. Open talk. I was going to get to the Flaming Hot Cheeto movie, but I'll wait. I'll wait on Wednesday for that. Just because now I'm in the molesty. I, I, can't se- I can't segue. See, that's the problem when you start talking about molesters. You can't <laughs> say, okay, on to the next subject, because then that gets a dirty stain. So I want to talk about the Flaming Hot Cheeto movie in the box on Wednesday, along with my U.S. Open preview and my other LIV golf tour. I have so much more golf stuff to get into. Um, yeah, I know. That's, let's think of uh, bottom line thoughts. Let's think of uh, good ideas to combine these bird dog shorts and molester uh, merchandise. Cereal says just a big stop sign on the crotch and no molesting in the back. No more molesting. This is a molest free zone. I'm wearing the shorts. 
Just like Saudi Arabia told the PGA, no more 9-11s. That we're going to nip that in the bud. This is a sports gambling show, apparently. Now I feel like I'm Craig Card. That was another thing with the Craig Card thing. Like, he would just say the wackiest shit. And, like, listen, I'm not disparaging Craig Card. He's a talent, for sure. But it's still sports talk radio. They talk fucking wild stuff. Like, I mean, you're talking to these sports talk fans. Like, it's, it's not the hardest thing in the world. But it's crazy. You don't know what he's going to say. Nah, not next to Boomer Esiason. Because Boomer Esiason's like, what? What are you doing? You can't talk like that. I've never with my six good. Oh man. So yeah, I'll talk about that on Monday, but uh, I can't, I, I, again, for the fans, I'm not laughing at, <laughs> at the fact of a day of molestation or molesters. I mean, I am a little bit, especially when it comes to merchandising, the molester in the box, not molester in the box, molestee in the box. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> don't want to disparage myself. Luckily, I didn't have this show during the Sandusky time. Man, that 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 would be all I talked about. I kind of missed that story. Not that it happened, but it was amazing headlines every day. I mean, the fucking the. I mean, there was a new one every day. A new kid would come out, a new story, and every story was just insanely creepy. And then they let him. Remember when they let him? Uh, they let Sandusky go and he got he interviewed. Like Bob Costas interviewed him or something, like on a morning show, like a the Today Show during the trial, before the trial, because usually the lawyers are like, you know, do not talk to the press, obviously. You have a fucking court case going on. You all you can do is incriminate yourself. But Sandusky's lawyer was just like, fuck it, you're going to jail forever. Who cares? Say whatever you want. Go out there and talk. Who cares? No one, no one is siding for you. This is indefensible. And he did. He went out there, the Lord, they all talked. It was amazing. He said, uh, <laughs> he said, I remember what he said. He's on, he thought it was just horse. That was his one defense that it was just horseplay, Sandusky. Ah, the kids saw it was just a bunch of horseplay. What? Horseplay? No, that was man play, Jerry. You, you, you did man play on a child. That's not what horses do. We would, matter of fact, we would rather if you fucked a horse, Jerry. The public would public would be fine if you had sex with a horse rather than what you did to a boy. Because if you, I mean, if if you're trying to have, if you have sex with a horse, at least at least a horse is letting you. You know, horse. <laughs> There's the, you can't rape a horse. Is what I'm trying to say. It, it, if a horse didn't want you to fuck it, it, it would let you know. It would kick you 20 feet back. What? Where am I going with this show? Insano says it comes in the shorts coming Penn State Navy or Priest Black. <laughs> oh, man. There's slap, slap, slap coming. It's amazing. We got to get off this. Too. Everyone, everyone, we got to stop talking about this thing. Priest Black. No one, you know, you know, you notice how people say, and I get that. That's the common thing with molesting jokes is priests, and they do. Priests do molest boys. Uh, growing up as an altar boy, I know that. Um, but they don't make, they don't, no one throws teachers in there. I, I got to end the show. But, <laughs> but like these women teachers, they're fucking these boys all the time. But no one cares about that. They just high-five the kids like, holy shit, you fucked your teacher? That's amazing. So so technically, that's pedophilia, but we don't really believe it, you know, as a society. We're like, ah, this hot teacher had sex with a compromised kid. Because it's always the parents that bring them in, and the kids are like, yeah, I kind of liked it. It's like saying alcoholics are a disease. We don't really believe alcoholism is a disease. We say it, but we don't believe it because it's too fun. And the way ESPN doesn't believe hockey's a sport. That's why they put the games on at midnight. Anyway, uh, that's what's going to do it. Uh, <laughs> I got I to gotta get out of this show. I, mean, I don't know what is going on anymore. That's definitely the petty molesty in the box. Uh, the man in the box. But thank 
you, everybody, who joined us today live on YouTube, especially in the comments, especially in Say No and Serial. They were lighting it up all day. Uh, like and subscribe to everything. Like and subscribe to the podcast and give it five stars and a review. As eh, many stars as you want, I don't care. But leave a review. And as a matter of fact, if you leave a review, tweet it at me. My handle's down there. Screenshot or something like that. I'm going to give out a, I was going to give out a man in a box t-shirt as a prize to a review. When did I select? But if I can get Molesty in the box, where the Molesty shorts in the merch store, you might get a free pair of those. So we'll see. What else. Anyway. Um, yeah, follow me up on the handle. Subscribe to my other show with Sean Flannery, The Blackout Diaries. It's a drinking story show if you want more of me talking funny stuff. It's pretty fun. Um, other than that, uh, that's it. Yeah, I'll be back here Wednesday for the U.S. Open preview show in LIV 9-11 talk. It's going to get worse than today. I don't know how it can, but it did. Yes, you're absolutely free from the show, so that's it. Goodbye.